Hello and welcome to Property Money Trees, Maximising Property Values, the once a month show where I break down the steps of how to recognise, enhance and then extract the values in property in order to create wealth. Would you like to find out how you can benefit from the steps of maximising property values? This is even if you don't own a property yet or have a deposit. If that's a yes, then you're in the right place to find out. My name is Patricia Ogunfaber, and although many know me for my work as a solicitor, on this show, you will be getting the benefit of my 30 plus years worth of experience of maximising property values, experience which has given me a net worth in millions. So who might benefit from listening to this show? Literally anyone with an interest in creating property wealth. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Maximising Property Values. So I uh, did say last month that I would be doing um, another episode on short leases as a strategy and that I was going to go into the practical aspects of this in this particular episode. Oh, I am so excited about this. So what did I do? What was this example that I've promised to talk about? A very, very, very simple um, short lease purchase. However, it wasn't just that that made the money. It was a combination of that together with a refurbishment and together with a changing of the layout of the flat. So it was it was those three things all together that actually brought the money. So to start off with, this was a flat which was bought in an auction. I'll talk about auction purchases in another episode. Well, actually, no, it wasn't bought in the auction. The auction finished. It was one of those lots that nobody had actually wanted. Anyway, looked at it. It had an apparent legal problem which when I looked into it further it wasn't a problem at all so anyway bought it um it was it was quite fortuitous really it was yeah felt quite lucky um so yeah bought it for 200,000 and 150 pounds and um so this was in June of 2020 and then because it, 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 it was a one bedroom flat, knew immediately that it would lend itself perfectly to um, being changed into a two bed without very much, much ado. Um, so applied to the freeholder for this. And that was the time when everyone was doing sod all absolutely nothing and blaming it all on the pandemic so it was oh due to coronavirus we can't do this due to coronavirus um so and so who's meant to say yes or no isn't in the office and we can't get hold of her due to coronavirus this and due to coronavirus that anyway all of that faffing about took us all the way through to november and then on the 13th of november I got a phone call to say, we're going to say yes, absolutely fine, you know, what you've put through and you will be able to do what you want to do. So, um, 
as part of the application um okay so the reason why i'd applied to the freeholder is because the lease and i'll just read this bit out the lease actually provided that the tenant would not damage improve or alter the building or allow others to do so except for one the installation or removal of normal domestic things in the flat two other non-structural alterations to the flat with the landlord's written permission so it, 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 there are lots of people who would just do this without applying for permission but that's not how I actually do business because whatever I do today I want it to end today I don't want it to come back tomorrow and come and like you know bite me um so yeah I, I try and do everything that I'm doing you know lawfully in the right way so that I'm not then having to kind of like you know backtrack and you know make good you know messes that I might have kind of like left behind so that like I said took us through to November then we got the builders in oh gosh that was so much fun so they ripped everything out um they moved the kitchen out of the kitchen the kitchen was actually quite big it was nine point something square meters so we moved it out moved it into the lounge um just a long one wall in the lounge so the lounge itself was five meters by 3.5 something like that so the kitchen went along the 3.5 length of the room and there was just so much more space left for you know kind of like you know socializing and entertaining and all of that just that particular flat was just perfect for that you know thing about you know changing a one bedroom into a two bedroom because um i love flats so i'm always looking out for like good flats to buy and you'd be amazed at the number of flats where people have tried to do this and they honestly they've not done it well at all and all that does is literally just put you off because you feel as if there's no lounge you just feel as if you're in a kitchen because the kitchen units and everything else in the kitchen dominates the room you honestly do not want to do that anyway so um before all of this happened so on ex on exchange um we um were able to no it was a it was um it was an auction purchase right so we exchanged immediately uh, yes and the condition that the seller's solicitor put on us was that yes they'd sign the section 42 notice but we mustn't serve it on the um, freeholder until we'd actually completed so that was fine um we uh, my solicitor gave an undertaking that we would hold it um we'd hold the notice um, until then and then we'd serve it once we completed um, so we served the notice at the same time as an assignment of uh, the benefit of the notice to to my company um, and that just went to them and 
then they came back asked a couple a few questions so this was like the the freeholder you know came back and asked a few questions um we answered those questions they were happy that the notice was valid um and they then instructed their um uh, surveyor um the surveyor um contacted me um for access i gave them access and um they came they looked at staff and they went away then they sent us their section 45 notice so that's the counter offer um so i always lowball um in my section 42s um and then because it's up to the freeholder really to come back to you you don't want it to be too low because if it's ridiculously low they don't have to do anything and you would then be seen as not having served a valid notice and then you know that would have been a waste of everyone's time um so i lowballed them but it wasn't you know lowballed to the point of being stupid uh, anyway they came back they wanted a lot more so i'd offered eight thousand pounds um the lease-advice.org calculator said 22 to 23 their counter offer was for 20,480 pounds um the solicitor's fees they said would be 540 uh, including VAT so that was really low their surveyor's fees 750 plus VAT um my surveyor's fees were I think 360 plus VAT but he was hopeless so um he's out of the picture I wouldn't recommend him to do anything else for anybody um and in fact he said to me he said oh I'm going to send this to the freeholder and I just went don't you dare you're acting for me not the freeholder you know the, you have you owe me a duty of confidentiality so obviously things just went completely south from there on um and i would never ever ever use him again um anyway um so his fees were 360 plus vat um then we started to negotiate they w didn't want to budge then i moved again because um, this useless um, um, surveyor said um, between 12 and 17 expect to pay around 15 so I then thought okay fine I'll offer them 15 and I offered them 15 they still said no so I just thought oh well it doesn't really matter um, we'll park it in the tribunal to go to the tribunal it's a hundred pounds but please do not do this unless you have you know practical experience of going to tribunals so anyway parked it in the tribunal um that was in january um but then because i i you know because of my belief in london and you know or whatnot so even though this was a joint venture i decided then to buy out my joint venture partner because i thought you know it's a good time to be buying flats and this particular flat you know when when all the works were finished in february 2021 um i got two estate agents in to value uh you know the flat for sales purposes 
and one of them said offers in excess of 375,000 and the other one said in the region of 375,000 pounds. So you can just see, you know, this although started out as a short lease, was actually a combination of, you know, it being a short lease, it lending itself to an alteration from one um, flat, from one bedroom flat, from a one bedroom flat to a two bedroom flat, and also um, lending itself to a complete refurbishment. So, you know, these are the sort of things that, you know, you can do, and those are the sort of figures that, you know, perhaps if you buy well, you buy, you know, using the four principles of maximizing property values, which is you recognize where you can get really good value. And that does not mean below market pricing, below market prices, because as I've said in previous episodes, I've bought and paid above the asking price and still made lots of money. Um, so one, you recognize, two, you secure, because if you don't know how you're actually going to control that property, then there's no point in you recognizing the value in the property. You need to be able to control it and you control it by securing it. And then you enhance. You know, what are you going to do to enhance the value of the property? And then number four is how you exploit that exploding value in the property that you've got. So one, you recognize, two, you secure, three, you enhance, and four, you exploit. So once you know how to do all of those things, then you also can make you know money from short leases. There's no rocket science behind it. So at the time of this episode, which is due to be published on the 1st of October 2021, the government is talking about reforming um, you know, leaseholds and how they're renewed and the premiums and ground rents and all of that. But we've not heard anything concrete about these things just yet. And so for that reason, I'm literally you know, doing this episode as if the law is not changing, as if nothing, you know, things are going to remain the way they are. But that's not the case. Things are going to be changing. We just don't know when. Um, but I'm still buying. I'm buying short leases and I'm literally still you know, working within the current regime. I'm not kind of like, you know, waiting for the reforms to come in because I prefer certainty. It doesn't matter if I'm spending, you know, a few thousand pounds that maybe I might have saved if I'd waited because you see, to me, um, certainty is worth a lot, lot more than, you know, a thousand pounds here or two thousand pounds there. So that is what I did with my short lease. So any questions, track me down on, on Clubhouse and we can talk about it. Um, it's it's really, really good. But, you know, I, I wouldn't touch anything that you know, doesn't have at least 60 years left on the lease. And um, it also, in fact, you know, I nearly forgot to say, but this particular flat, so it's parked in the tribunal, so it's not been renewed. But in the meantime, because I'm buying out my JV partner, 
I'm mortgaging the flat. So he bought it for cash. So we're now mortgaging it. It's not I can pay him off. And um, Land Bay um, is the lender that I'm using. And they're not fussed about how short your leases are. Um, as long as um, it, it's not less than 55 years. So uh, this particular lease is, I actually thought it was 63 years, but it isn't, it's 73. Um, so the mortgage term is for 17 years because they won't lend you beyond you know, a period where the lease length will go below 55 years. Um, it's so, so fascinating. So yeah, you can get a mortgage on them. Um, they will, Land Bay will lend you, um, you know, up to the point where your lease starts to go below 55 years. Um, so that is plenty for most people. It's enough time to, to allow you to kind of like, you know, sit down and, you know, save some money. Well, obviously with short leases for every year that you wait, it's going to cost you more. So you have to just kind of like weigh it all up and see what happens um, and see what actually suits you best. Does it suit you best to kind of like pay for it now? you know, renew the lease and be done with it? Or does it suit you better to start saving? So every year, let's say you can save £5,000. It might take you six or seven years, let's say seven years at £5,000, that's £35,000. And then you can use that if, you know, depending on, you know, how much you need to extend the lease, you can then use that to, um, you know, extend your lease. Um, so normally once you've made an offer in your section 42 notice and the freeholder comes back to you in their section 45 notice, they will normally ask you to pay a 10% deposit of what you've offered. Um, in our particular situation, they didn't ask that. Um, in other ones, yes, they do. Um, but I think the solicitors on the other side just were not very good. But anyway, I'm not complaining. Um, suited me fine not to have to pay them a penny um, until you know everything was finalised. The, their solicitor actually was mm, not too good about things like this, but very, very good in terms of negotiating the lease terms. Because again, I didn't like the lease that... Um, came with the property so I was able to look at certain terms which we could actually change within you know the constraints of the law and she was she was she was okay and so uh, we've got the new lease um, already agreed apart from the premium that um, I've got to pay or my company's got to pay um, in order to extend the lease so yes any questions track me down on clubhouse and come and ask them and um but otherwise yeah all the very very best if you want to do these things do them they are they can be quite quite good and like i say you don't you re honestly you can get a mortgage on them um if you've got a good broker it's something that you can do you will often see um adverts um estate agent adverts that you for these short leases where they'll say cash only <laughs> No, no, it doesn't have to be cash only. I'm literally at the moment buying another two 
and they were, you know, cash only. I'm getting mortgages for them. And I told the estate agents as well. I said, don't worry, I can get mortgages for these. And um, they're going through at the moment. Don't know if they're going to complete because obviously either party can pull out up until the date of exchange. So, you know, watch this space. I will obviously, you know, keep people posted. I'll, you know, post on Instagram. I'll talk about it on Clubhouse once I exchange, not before. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, good luck. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope that at the very least, you have found the talk thought-provoking. If you enjoyed the show, please do subscribe. In any event, please do rate and review the episode because it would be great to read your feedback. Thank you very much and hopefully see you next month.